0: Hi, everyone. Uh, Dave here. How are we all today? I hope you're all doing very well. Uh, it's getting cold now. Uh, it's December uh, and we're getting near the end of the year of Legends of the Spire. Uh, delighted to get nearly up to 70, I think, interviews now uh, in the kind of couple of years since I've started doing this. Hopefully 2023 can get me uh, get me to that grand 100. That's the target anyway. Uh, and we are getting one closer this week as I spoke to Brian Ferguson. Now Fergie didn't play that many games for Chesterfield really but it was one hell of a season as he was in the team in the 1984-85 season when we won the league. Uh, he joined us from South Southend uh, under the then Bobby Moore. Um, a funny little story about him uh, finding out from Bobby Moore that John Duncan wanted him. Uh, and then played uh, right through to the end of the season at Chesterfield. Uh, naturally a midfielder but uh, converted by John Duncan to a fullback. Uh, and then unfortunately cruelly injury struck at the end of that season and he had to retire when he was only in his early to mid-twenties. He went on to uh, coach under John Duncan for a bit uh, before uh, moving out to the seaside and then working in financial services. So we got the whole of his uh, story uh, through his career, really interesting listen. Uh, And he's also a massive Bowie fan, so we had a good chat about David Bowie too. As always, we are at Spy Legends on Twitter and Instagram and Legends of the Spy on Facebook, so it'd be great to hear from you. Uh, But yes, This week, it's funny, he talks about how John Duncan, when I spoke to him, said we had the good boys and we had the bad boys. And Fergie said, I was one of the bad boys. So here we are with one of the bad boys of John Duncan's title winning squad. It's Brian Ferguson. Enjoy. So where did it all start for you?
1: Well, it started for me. I was well. I was uh, born in Irvine, Ayrshire, Scotland, and I uh, lived in Irvine until I was about twelve. So, basically, locally, mm. I mean, in Irvine, Ayrshire, was football was a big thing. Rangers, Celtic, all that sort of stuff. So it's always in your, you know, it's always there. Yeah. And I used to play locally in the, like the fields and all that sort of stuff next to Swine Park. That's what you used to do after school with kids, and then. Um, Get involved with Commandant Boys Club. It was up the road, Kelly. And uh, from under 13s all the way to under 15s, we'd come at Boys Club. Then I went to United Boys Club under 16s and played. My my dad wouldn't let me sign school boy forms for any of the clubs. It's no use because you're only 16. They just look at you and they make the decision on whatever they do. So that was good because um, when I was 14, we had a scout there, George Finlay. That's Town town scout, uh, Portman Road. Mm. So from the age of 14 to 16, well, 15, 13, yeah, let's say 13 to 15, I used to go down to Portman Road on schoolboy trials, you know, at, uh, and they were looking for, obviously, their youth policy was quite good at the time. I think uh, Robson was the manager at the time. And uh, enjoyed that very much. That's a bit of a journey, isn't it?
0: Going to Ipswich.
1: Well, well, was a kid, yeah, there was two <laughs> or three of us at the same sort of area, you know, in the area, one for guy from Glasgow, John McDonald, there's quite a few young boys that were sort of, you know, playing the game in Ayrshire, so it was always three or four of us going down at the same time, and uh, we, used, yeah, we used to travel down to London, yeah, yeah. we did, not we used to get a taxi, well, we are making a taxi from one train station to the next train station, but of course, we when they do that, we kept the money and got the bus, <laughs> yeah, <Anyway, laughs> we we travel out the streets in the other three, but it was very, very good. You know, Portman Road. You know, it was, you know, a quite a good club there. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's good. You know, that'd be like, sort of, maybe late. So, of, late
0: seventies, yeah, yeah, yeah. 75, so, 75, 74,
1: 75.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you and, go and kind of watch any football then? Which teams were you, did you kind of support? Well, I was, I mean, I'm a
1: Ferguson, I mean, if you talk to people in Scotland, West Coast of Scotland, you're a Ferguson, you're a Rangers supporter, but uh, my family were quite Rangers, yes, I suppose, but I was a Celtic supporter, I was a youngster, I'm not told him to that, by the way, <laughs>
0: Edit this bit out. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't Exclusive. Because of Celtic, well, like, you know, then, you know, the team, my dad, used was, you know, can you take me up to you? Uh, Parkhead, you know, you to play the European Cup, you know, they'd they won it in 67 you know there were some they were some team 19 mile radius from Glasgow yeah, you, you know, know and you win the no it was, it was 40 miles Bobby Lewis was in Salkers so they won the European Cup from a radius of 40 miles from Glasgow fantastic and there were some great players mm. St, great manager but of course <sighs> That was mainly the boss. The argument of the seventies, early seventies, yeah. Uh,
0: was, who who did you want to be then if you were going to be be modelling yourself? Yeah, or who did you want to be yeah. <laughs> in life? Who did I want to be <laughs> on the football pitch? In life, in, life? He, yeah. well, in life,
1: I wanted to be David Bowie because he right, was nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what a character! What a you know, fantastic. But as a footballer, well, that those days for me, I'd be watching people like Pele, Best. You know, they were great. Eddie Gray. Fantastic footballers, you know, in Scotland, Jimmy Johnston, George Cornell at the back, oh, Bobby Mudduch. Oh, some great players, Bobby Lennox, you know, the Celtic team then. Of course, even the Rangers team was good, you know. John Greg, people like, that, yeah, just football. I think it's just wanted, to fo- just wanted to play football, you know, like we all did, you know, and I like think in Scotland, yeah, the footballer. Go for maybe a rugby player, probably if you could, you know. Get out of Scotland. or a musician. Maybe that was a big one, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of good music about Scotland and stuff. A lot of people like to, you know, play the music. So that's that was just sort of to get out of Scotland.
0: I'd, t- so, I'd, to- I'd totally be David Bowie to be honest. Out of all of those, <laughs> I'd go along with that one. Did you David ever see? You, did you ever see him live? Seven Anybody? times.
1: Wow. O- only seven times in my life. Yes, I've seen David Bowie. I
0: missed so You I missed see a few uh, different eras then of, Oh absolutely. I mean yeah. I I mean I was I
1: was lucky. I had a big sister called Janie. And uh she was getting sick of listening to Slade and T Rex all the time on the record player at home in Irvine. And she was getting a bit older at school then, so she's matured into like people like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and all that sort of stuff. Emerson and Palmer. And she goes Luke Brian, just listen to that well, yeah. 1971, it was Hunky Dory by David Bowie. I was 10 and a half at the time, and I was hooked, lying, thinking straight away. And since then, it's been David Bowie all the way. Yeah. Have, have but, you seen
0: Moon Age Daydream? Have you, see, have you seen the film? Absolutely.
1: I went to them. I live in Stanford. Live in Stanford. Hope they go to Gradham to watch that. Yeah. It's what no a great film book. that is. Wow. That, but that's David Bowie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's him. You know, what that man achieved in life is phenomenal. I mean, David Bowie, if you look, the internet, for instance, how far are you to that? Well before people thought the internet was going to be as good as it's meant to be, also it's bad because obviously there's two sides to the internet. It's the good stuff and there's the bad stuff. You know, it's it's, it's there. And, um, of course, the Bowie Bonds. I mean, David Bowie had to pay totally $55 million back to have the full rights to his music. Yeah. To do that, he had to introduce a thing called about your bonds well in 2008 in the financial crash the whole world was doing bonds mm-hmm. they save each other so very very advanced very yeah. very
0: intelligent very arty very everything about yeah him. great painter as well I love yeah. his paintings are amazing
1: Personality. now everything about the guy there was something you know he, he just knew I don't know what it was I don't know if he was lucky or whatever but he knew and he used to always just disappear for a little bit then all of a sudden, he him
0: up. Yeah, yeah, completely yeah. different person.
1: <laughs> completely. Exactly. And,
0: and,
1: yeah, and, and, yeah, and that's right. And then you know, till till his dying day, mm-hmm. they would say, "Yeah, yeah, Black Star." You know, yeah, great album. Yeah. No, it just it just you know that was him. You know, it just it was all about the music. You know, he wasn't bored about getting awards and things like that. It, you know, as it was, you know, it's just him. You know, like it's fashion said, fashion.
0: You know, it's what it is. Today,
1: tomorrow, mm-hmm.
0: it's gone. You know, and just got on with it. It was just great. Very, very like clever, intelligent man. Great guy. What a great guy. I hate that it's a it's a rubbish segue being a Chesterfield fan, but we need to go from David Bowie to Mansfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go then. <laughs> Never got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did that all how did that all happen? Because uh, you'd have been how old were you at the time when you went to Mansfield? We like, like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, just turned sixteen. Yeah. Um,
1: Slowly there it was growing. But again, it was, it was there, the issue was George Finlay, Scout, and Ayrshire. There was a connection. I was going down there. You know, they're looking for the potentially their next apprentices, as they were then. Mm-hmm. And um, 15, went down just for the Easter, nothing really happening. Got a phone call from Mansfield Town. Guy called Peter Morris. Went me down in, uh, for a week to trial. I thought, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. And that's what i done. Went down there and uh, started, you know, training, getting to know people. Well, it was only a week, so I played that reserve game. It was 15 at a time. Played a reserve game against Doncaster. Went all right, I suppose. Um, loved the fact that every morning, Pierre Morrison, Jerry Clark, Chesterfield mm-hmm. footballer, was his number two, uh, used to play head tennis under the stands. I thought it's great. This is me, you know, <laughs> half past eight in the morning with the other, well, the, the, the lads that were apprentices then. It, was, it wasn't YTS; it was apprentices. I'd help them with the kit and all that, get in there early and before training, we're all playing head tennis, head tennis <laughs> under the stand. It was brilliant, and the boss, Peter Morrissey, loved that and Clark, Jerry Clark liked that, you know. <laughs> so that happened, and then he said, "Right, well, when you're sixteen, would you want to be a, would you come down and be a apprentice?" I said, Absolutely. So. I was I won't be next month, the 14th of December. Uh I'll be sixty-two. So the third of January nineteen
0: seventy-seven, I was on my way to Manchester. And and who were you who were you staying with? Because obviously you end up in digs, don't you, with someone? What's your what was your landlady yeah. like? Oh she was
1: lovely, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was wolf, I think it was a Barbara and Wolf. I think on the was yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they were very um yeah, lovely people. I, mean, I was getting used to eating Yorkshire puddings now with jam. You know, <laughs> for a Scotch, that was unusual. <laughs> you Yeah, know, a Sunday roast. You know, um, yeah, and of course, they, they, obviously, Sandy Pate lived around the corner. Good lad, Sandy, Scotsman. Yeah, uh, Kevin Bond up the road, and uh, yeah, they, so they were quite a local. Yeah, it took two or three months. I must admit, yeah, you know, to get used to it, and. And there's a guy called Gary Waller who just came as a press at the same time as me, so we were both together, so that helped. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he likes um, I don't think he liked you know, sort of low LP by David Bowie every night after,
0: after training.
1: <laughs> 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 that was the CD it was at that time, and I was getting it
0: regardless, I'm you know, sure it was secretly, secretly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. yeah, definitely. You have to apologize
1: <laughs> for that. <yeah. laughs>
0: so where, but, were you um, kind of, where were you kind of playing on the pitch then? in those in those oh, was, years. oh yeah.
1: midfield I mean oh. yeah midfield yeah um, yeah it was good I mean you, you know Peter was a player manager I mean he was his training was excellent you know he, he, young, he had young enthusiastic ideas I mean I didn't know at the time but I can tell you now it was very very good Jerry Clark is number two Chesterfield great player for Chesterfield you know hard as nails no messing with Jack he told you that was a. <laughs> and I, like, if, if to be honest you I, I, I appreciate that because it was good because he would you know he used to, he used to say a couple of things you know you're, you're 16 right? he would say like when I stop shouting at you when I stop telling you what to do either training or afterwards you're cleaning the dressing rooms or doing the washing whatever you're doing when I stop doing that then I've given up <laughs> and that's all he had to say It was absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> always, his other point would always be like why do you keep saying I'm going to prove them wrong I'm going to prove them wrong why don't you just prove yourself right and I went wow where would that come from you know it's, so he was like a daddy figured to be actually in the early yeah he was because he you know, he's a fairly agent uh, in the sense of his maturity and he played he game at Chesterfield you know he was, and Peter was still the young sort of manager coming, you know he was playing as well as managing mm-hmm. And of course they won the league didn't yeah. I mean, Marvel well, started in third of January and then then we didn't win the league, sorry. You got promotion to the second division. First time in Mansfield's history, so I suppose that was quite a big thing. Yeah, yeah. you had Ernie Moss set it forward, you had Kevin Randall the club, set it forward as
0: well. You had Billy McEwen, you know, just a good player, you know. This it's yeah. funny with the there's such an, obviously an intense rivalry, but it's this yeah. there's so many players that I've spoken to that have all, all had a Mansfield as well. Yeah, you know, they go back and back and forth, don't they? Uh, throughout time, <laughs> it's
1: a, you know. only Martin came around them. It's set four was at a time. You know, it's you know, it's good stuff. It was, it was good. You know, and the training was excellent. With Peter and Jerry was there, making sure everyone was doing, everything was right. You know, it was it was it's a great learning curve, fantastic learning curve. Of course, then I think that season when uh started, come to Christmas, I think yeah. Peter Morris got annoyed from Bill McGarry he went on he was number two at Newcastle United. So as said, "What? out, you went to Newcastle United. And uh then it sort all, all sort of changed, I suppose, though. Yes, like, it does, you know. Um next thing I know, a guy called uh, Billy Bigham's a new manager, which is fair play, Irishman. And uh a bit older than Peter, not a lot older probably. And I can remember the, he's come in, blah, blah, blah. He says, Oh, we're all playing head tennis under the stand as we did before training. He says, I want the practice in my office now. So Jericho, what got is in the office, boss's office. He says, And this is his first words. He says, Right, lads, uh, i like to clean this place and paint the walls. Okay, we'll see you later. Oh, how they doing? Oh, all right, then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So i have gone from a situation, yeah? Yeah. Head tennis. Always involved in, you know, I was at press, was in training because obviously we're not a big squad. So, you know, you were collecting balls, helped and training, playing five sides you know, shooting prizes for the goalkeeper. Right, I'm not that type. So it was always that, you know, we we're always involved. All of a sudden, boom. We're painting and decorating now. So, <laughs> it's a
0: little bit of a different attitude. So, is that part of the reason why you ended up at Newcastle then? <laughs> well,
1: it's, it's part of the reason why I didn't even, I think, I had a word with my other Scottish friend who was at drop MacKay at the time. And we thought, well, it's a bit different now. We didn't even wait till the end of the contract. We we thought in the April, yeah, mm-hmm. of that year. We we, we sort of, I went back to Scotland. Mum had already got me a job. My mother. worked well, was the council doing? The, the old bit of graft, but you know. Uh, Digging holes and planting flowers and cutting grass and all that stuff. Clean the beach up in Trun, Ayrshire, Scotland. So it's you know, a nice little beach. And uh, that's what i done for four or five months. Touched with Peter Morris and he said, get yourself down here. July, and that's what I've done, 1978, right in Newcastle.
0: Yeah. And, and you scored your first goal in a, it was against QPR, in the two, one, 2-1 two, one defeat at QPR. What was that like, <laughs> first goal? Well, I've, not, I've not got a, I've not got a video of it, so it can be an absolute. No, I haven't. I can never get it. I've, I've, I've looked all over. I can't get it. I
1: can remember it.
0: They, they've here. I've got
1: it. Mm. Oh, to the team, shoulder, crossed it over. Big ready. Big Peter with. Flight to order. Come in. Volley. Boom. Kiss Woods goalkeeper. Straight in. Two minutes gone. 1 0 up. Give me 2 1. 1 0 up at half time. And then that's when I was introduced to Tony Currie because he was playing. I was, mark, well, I think it was trying to mark Tony Curry, but I didn't really get close to him in the second half. Mm-hmm. He just dictated the game. Yeah, it was fantastic. I was 19. So what a feel! Mm-hmm. Great. Was, you know. And I must want at the end, to be fair, yeah. Hit miss, I think it said in the paper. Hit miss Ferguson, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, that was good. It was, you know, I'm 19 and I'm we only a youngster. Mm-hmm. Been in the reserves for a year and a half, you know. So, yeah, I was, good. I was learning and then got my chance, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, then I played Fulham was the first game, Gave me one now, should have done better probably. Uh, QPR, and then we had, um, I think it was, I'm not sure, I knew Luton's last game due to two, I think no, it was Swansea, Cardiff, whatever, uh, is the third game, and uh, yeah, it was. That was at Newcastle. So, you know, Newcastle is good. Newcastle are fantastic mm. when you're winning. The fans, when you're not winning, it hmm, hmm. <laughs> can be a little bit cruel. It can be very cruel. I understand that. You know, mm. you know that's football. They want success. They're a big club. They're huge. doing it now. Good luck to them, you know. Um, but yeah, and then, of course, what happened there was the season's over. Back home in Scotland for a bit. Gets a letter. Oh, you're going with the first team, going to Sweden for a pre-season tour. Myself and Raymond Gummoney, just a young young Scottish lad as well, this signed. So we were doing that. So we done that. Went to the tour. Come back. Um, I think they're away. First game, first team. I was in the first team. Then so it was like guy's like one of his last games. But his manager. Sheffield Wednesday away. I think they beat. He gets sacked. Arthur Cox took over. Chesterfield
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and Arthur Cox walked into the <laughs> Bemel training grounds as it was then I don't like think they there now but it was BMO training ground into the gymnasium and all the players in front of him and says there's only yeah. there's only one way I'm going to get all the supporters back into James's Park and that's play 11 Johnnies
0: oh sure.
1: and that as well and of course looking at John Blackley Scottish International John Browley Scottish International John Connolly, now Scottish footballer, Ray McGummony, same as me, youngster went, well, there you are. And it, it's football, you know, he's he, he's, he's only getting, you know, he's only taking knowledge from the people that were left, the coaches that were there before he came. So he's got he's kind of, to, you know, he was right. I mean, he's got to get it right. You know, he's got it. He's, he's in charge now. The other guy's gone. Of course, that all changes, you know, opinions again of football. So, I guess the first team. <laughs> it's
0: like snakes and ladders, isn't it? You yeah, end up you with know, a few ladders and then you're on another right, right, snake.
1: Yeah, right, here we go. <laughs> right, here we go. So new season come back with the first team on the tour, yeah. Come back, season starts. No man's land. Latter, silence. Yeah. yeah. No man's land. Wow. First team to not nothing really. Yeah okay, a couple of times the reserves, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Because obviously the youth team coach then had been moved up to reserve team coach and he wanted to bring all these lovely footballers up with him. So, of course, I, I could see that. He wasn't concentrate. he was producing, not, you know, he was left behind or whatever, somebody else's players. And uh, eventually, I think it was November that year, that season, got a call, we're playing away at Molineux, um, against Wolverhampton Reserves. Council reserves, and uh yeah, well great, playing, wow, boom, went there. Next year's play for Hull City next year's for Hull City So
0: that's that's yeah. how it went.
1: <laughs>
0: and it was a it was a troubling time for Hull, wasn't it? They went into receivership, didn't they? Yeah, they did. The needles, yeah, needles, chocolate factory, yeah, sweet factory, yeah, needles. Yeah, <laughs> Fam, big
1: family business, yeah. Um. But it, yeah, it was. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I was the frame of mind there. I mean, Hull, very much rugby league as well. You know, you know, off, off the train at Hull. I mean, I couldn't believe him any black and white shots I saw in red and white and <laughs> I mean, oval balls. You know, it's a, football was like you know, just different. You know, yeah, yeah. Compared to Newcastle, you know, hugely massively, like, northeast football and. Uh, yeah, and of course I was then about you know, what happened there at Newcastle, blah, blah, blah. But they, they actually had to fear them, was Mike Smith, Welsh and Cyril Lee, who used to be outstreets town coach. I mean, they were in sort of charge. They actually had really good players though, potentially young players. I mean that squad I joined, I mean I mean you Steve McLaren, Brian Marwood, we got a lad from Mexborough on trial. Who uh, was a British labourer? His name was Billy Whitehurst. Who became Billy Whitehurst? Yeah. <laughs> Just a very nice big story of you, know, Billy. You've heard of Billy Whitehurst?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, hi, right, well, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Pure strength. What a man. <laughs> um, so, you know, you had uh, Keith Edwards, Jeff United, all, you know, what a, what a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Wow. Such a good player. You know, he'd Gareth Roberts, who stayed, I think, all his life with there, uh, I'll say. Maybe Brian Marwood was coming through there, same age as me, but maybe a little bit younger. Steve McGrath, ex-Igling manager, you know, uh, my United, Sid, he was a good lad, you know. Stevie Richards, Scarborough, I think, New York. He was there there's a lot of youngsters coming through, you know, it's, so it's know It's hard, you know, and of course, they, and I went there but so many points, I didn't realise there were so many points clear at the bottom, so we're going down anyway from the third to the fourth. Um, but yeah, I got, got in there, got stuck in a bit and all that, and so again, it's what it was, you know, um, they get sacked and I think Chilton took over for a bit, temporary, uh, with Bobby Brown, I think his name was. And then, of course, it's a, it a guy called Appleton, I think took over It's manager. But you're right; there's problems with the need, the family, need the, the actual need family, who was the family who's a chairman. Mm. And I, I think there was a time there when I got sort of we played Peterborough, we drew one-one. I thought, yeah, maybe there's a time to speak to Peter again, Peter Morris. You know, because then it was like you know you could go if you wanted to go. You know, you know as you said, it's a ship. And uh, I just saw it out to be fair. maybe I should have maybe done maybe a bit more about
0: that. you're still only yeah. kind of what, twenty, twenty one, twenty two at the time? Oh twenty, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Twenty yeah, twenty one, yeah, max twenty one, yeah. So you've had to cope <laughs> had to cope with a few knocks over those first few years. I suppose you well, do Yeah, yeah.
1: It all seemed good and bright at the time, but then all of a sudden boom, there you go. And uh Yeah but was, you you learn them. You know, you, you are. You you understand that you know you have to appreciate other people. You know, and maybe listen more. And you're at that age when you you, know, you think you know you know all. Oh, you, you you listen as well. You know, and you learn sometimes the hard way. So yeah, no, and, and of course I just sort out, and then of course free from there. Hull, and uh, I did think it was really to, to Scarborough, but I, I missed out on that. I forgot admit, I got the phone calls and go see somebody. So your to town,
0: Longmeek. You know yeah, yeah. Was that was that just a a case of uh, they were the ones that came in and you thought let's go for it or was it?
1: Oh no, it was a fact. As I say, I was trying to get scar, but I thought it was all sort, but it wasn't. So that was probably my my mistake. And um, Guildtown, yeah, up the road. Yeah, I thought so. It was yeah. I wanted it was in the area, so I thought i would stay here for a bit. I don't know why, but I did. And it was Town, Yeah, went, mm. went to Town, which again was yeah. Non league, hard, very hard. Oh, well, yeah, physical. It's you know, you, you see, me grow up there, you, you know, and you realize maybe how, how fortunate you were before, so you have to learn from that. And um, that was going quite well as well. And the mind the minds we had there, sort of things weren't happening quite right, blah blah blah. And uh, I think it was a few players were quite upset, and, and things didn't quite happen. The results were getting bad, right? And um, I think I got. Yeah, I got a phone call from some Bridge Trinity, I think it was brilliant town or Bridge Trinity. So I went, okay, then when they're sorting that out, I'm going to play for them. Mm. So I did do. And uh, it was a New Year's Day, I can remember it quite well. New Year's Day, played for Bridge Trinity, I think it was a Bridge Town, against some team in the Mansfield area, Chesterfield area, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, walked out to the pitch, and who was there? Kev Randall, playing for the opposition. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. <laughs> He goes, what are you doing here? I goes, what are you doing here? And then we were, yeah. Like it was a boring, freeze and no-no draw, if I remember correctly. And uh, we had a chat after the match. And uh wished him all the best. And he wished me all the best. And then just after Christmas, I got a phone call from the goal chairman saying, come back, Fergie, we want you back here. We're playing at um, Kingsland, my way, Monday night. I want you down there. Okay. Well, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> And it's there, sits in the dressing room with all the lads, all the right, lads, yeah. And Kev Randall walked in, new manager. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Give me a pair of eyes straight away, and there we are. So it's Kev, and you know, he knew me, and he's an apprentice at Mansfield, you know, and mm-hmm. so he knew of me, and I knew, obviously, knew of him. And, uh, yeah we got better we got really quite good actually he'd done a good job player manager of course he'd done that well at the end of the season John Duncan wants him so he's off to Chesterfield yeah and uh, I, I, I was getting my, my relief back in football and um, feeling good and that and I was on my way to South End United if you no South United <laughs> And <laughs> there you are, and, uh, Peter Morris, which is great. I was there for a few weeks. And it was OK, yeah, got to your contract, join it, third division, almost third division. Uh, doing all right. Some good results, bad results, inconsistent and stuff like that. But then here we go again. It's near Christmas. Peter goes. Get rid of him, And the new chief executive is upstairs becomes the manager, Bobby Moore. The great, great Bobby Moore. And, um, yeah, he was a charming man, fantastic footballer, obviously, and um, achieves fantastic things, great things. Mm-hmm. That I'd aspire to always laugh. When I first met him, I was catching flies, shaking his head. This mm-hmm. he is Bobby Moore. I watched this guy on
0: TV with the World Cup, you know. So you can't really ask for his autograph, can you?
1: My gaffer, he's my boss. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Just call me Bobby. Yeah, we yeah, see
1: I go. Call me Bobby. <laughs> and uh, it was, um, yeah, it was all right. It was in and out of the team. Things were, you know, he's looking at his ideas and blah blah blah. And then the new season starts again, here we are. And I can remember he left me out against Colchester. He wanted this other guy in. But he couldn't get them get him in time and all that sort of stuff. And then we, came in, we, got, we, we drew 3 three three, three two two down, I'll come in at the end, diving head, I get in three three, straight up to the star where he was. And then I give him the the salute. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> <laughs> he thought yeah, but it didn't matter. I felt good. And uh and it was a bit like that. And you know, he was I mean, he, he, honestly gentleman, funny man. I mean, his humor was second to none, very dry human character. I mean, yeah. he, he was always winding me up. He was, he, he just, you know, he did play tricks on in the dress. He was just, <laughs> it was such a, you know, but he was Bobby, he was never boss. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was that, trying to bring that up from being manager to player, you know. Yeah. He was just a, he was just a genius, really. I mean, he, I mean, he was 41, I think, 42. And he, my third, I mean, he was the best five-a-side player I've ever played against. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> playing matches, he was pushing. You know, he's would the ball down his chest, as you see him doing them, you know, the World yeah, Cup. Yeah.
0: He's just, just brilliant, you know, absolutely fantastic. I bet everyone I in training wanted to just stop, didn't they, and just kind well, of watch
1: him. Uh, well, it was. it's one of you, I can remember, because I've obviously been in and uh, out the first team, so was his team for Saturday, so it was him and myself and the YTS a couple of other professionals as the, the opposition. Mm. So we are playing against the first team. And I can remember this time, a really, yeah, little Stevie Phelps coming towards me, a little for Ficillo, so I'm like, half ah, got the ball. I'm playing, say, half of the ball. But mm. Knocks it straight to him really quickly. Think, yeah, yeah, that'll sort him out. He knocks it straight back. Talking, got you. And knocks it against him. So he's really under pressure now because they're getting really tight close to him. He just dropped his shoulder, looked up and... Pinged this ball about forty yards straight to Alan Rogers, the left winger's feet. And just went. Sorry, Alan, don't move. Well, I was like, ah. <laughs> just, 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 just class. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I mean, he was brilliant. But, but of course, his has sort of football ways to my ways. I was just to play, obviously, were quite right. So. I can remember that we went That was it. That was it. Fantastic. It was a Tuesday night. I can remember it so well. Um, crew Alexandra away. One, two, one. them back in the bus. Having a few drinks with the boys at the back. Hadn't played, but on the bench. And also, I get the figure. Fair gate, the bus wants you. Oh, okay. Get my gin and tonic while you're there to get down to them. Oh, okay then. Yeah. So, then I went. Bobby <laughs> we sat there. And uh so I sit down. I went, okay. Uh, here we go. I'm trained tomorrow. Oh, which is right, because obviously I haven't played, so we've getting the reserves and stuff like that. And he says, Got a phone call today. Oh yeah. Yeah. John Duncan from Chesterfield. John Duncan from Chesterfield. Yeah. What does he want? He wants you online. John so Duncan from Chesterfield wants me online. I said, They're top of the league. Yeah, yeah. I he says yeah, that's what I thought. What do they want you for? <laughs> <laughs> Next day, I was in the car, met Bob Pepper at uh, M1, hotel just outside Northampton, signed the papers, boom, straight up to Chesterfield. Oh, I was going.
0: I was going to say, because it's... How could I miss an opportunity like that? Great, Great opportunity, isn't it? Because I think we were, yeah, we were like first or second, weren't we, at the time, like say, yeah, right at the top? South ends posing around my table, you know, Beach boys, you know, uh, you know, not the
1: same. Oh, I'm going. Couldn't believe it. Oh, well, well, something like that. And I did. Got up there, yes, it was different when I got there. Uh, we remember driving up there Wednesday night. I'm in Chesterfield, there was a main strike so down south. You didn't, you know, South especially each parts, didn't hear a lot about that. Yeah, kids, yeah, it was, it was serious. Serious stuff there. Salt of the earth. Best place ever. Best, I've got to tell you now, best five years of my football career. Chesterfield football. Mm. Chesterfield people. I'll say that right now. Honestly, loved it. And on that opportunity to get there, yeah, I was, I was going to have some of this. I wanted this. I really wanted this. And uh, I can remember next day, Thursday training, up at the, the football, sorry, at the, the school football dudes
0: you um, should train all over the place I say wherever there's a free patch of <laughs> bad, bad get grass get balls out quick before get kicked off <laughs>
1: <laughs> you went there yeah and yeah uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely right and okay I remember like whoa training I thought oh, this is alright oh the I minute mean, here like you know, getting stuck in and all that stuff a lot of exercise a lot of running a lot of this lot of, short shuttles everything like that I thought wow <laughs> Right, that's it then, i take it. And the big lady's on that looked at me and says, no, that's a warm-up, man. I've got a practice match now. Well, honestly, Dave, honestly, I could see that straight away, oh, this is serious stuff. Yeah? The fitness levels, phenomenal. Compared to this way, I just come from South Ends, on football, tappy, you know, tippy-tappy, right? This was, this was serious stuff. These are, these are fit lads. That team, my about team, years to straight
0: away. And, I was going to um, say, is that, is that daunting going into that? Or is it just exciting that you're going into it? when well, it's like, exciting. The the league and... yeah,
1: yeah, know, it's exciting. exciting because, you know, you can see why, you know. And, of course, then the next Tuesday of the next week, um, introduced the athletics coach. Mm. Yeah, yeah. John, I name was. I think it was John. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've heard about the athletics coach quite a bit from other people. Character, gentleman. And this is is when you start to believe, right?
1: This is what he said. You're seven-skilled footballers. It's my job to get you fully fit. And if I get you fully fit, you could win this league. And he meant it. Mm. And he did it. And he was right. And semi-skilled footballers, fourth division, oh. obviously. And I tell you what, wow! Well, there was more. Believe me, in that team that I played for, it was more than semi-skilled footballers. But but that, I can understand what he's saying. He's, he's making you're a fourth division footballer. It's my job. You're sk- semi-skilled, in terms of football, of the four leagues, probably. Um, his job is to get you fully fit, and that's exactly what he done. Mm-hmm. Wow, did he do it? We were fit. We were we were strong. Seriously, we were you know, and we could play. I mean, you you look at that team. That team was. Well, you tell me. We're talking here, what what do you want me to say? Nineteen eighty five, we
0: win the League division four. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which players were the ones that, uh, kind of gave? I, I suppose that what was it? I suppose I'm thinking what was the what was the welcome like when you first was joined? Because you're going into a squad and they're all. Yes. Like at the top of the league, and you go to oh, appear in like October time, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah, well, yeah late October. Well done, yeah, spot yeah. on 1984. Yeah, um, so, so what's it like that kind of welcome when you come in? Um, I don't see <laughs> <laughs> so third, we can stuff
1: down three weeks ago. What's going on here?
0: <laughs> what are you doing
1: here? <laughs> yeah, hey, hello. <laughs> Kept boy, new girls, man. and yeah, uh, and that's that, and that's what exactly what it's like. And, you know, if you understand that sort of uh, you, got, you, you know, you don't can get a, a, a dress room here, some good footballers here. I mean, some great players. Um, like you know, you Andy Mossy's what he'd achieved, yeah. I mean, John Matthews, what a player! John Matthews, um, skillful, strong midfield player, graceful, you know. Oh, I wish I could pass a ball like John Matthews, yeah. You know? And it was a bit like that, you know. These people are they're, they're coming to me. And um yeah, you had to be strong. I'll tell you what, I think it was I'll be honest with you, it was easier to actually get on the pitch and play at three o'clock <laughs> than the state you used to get from half past two to three o'clock. Like Bob Newton. What a play, Bob Newton.
0: Oh, he's been on the podcast, he's full of stories. Awesome.
1: I mean, Steve Kendall most underrated player ever. When I got to play full-back, when I actually got the position of full-back, it just seemed to be easy for me. Then. I don't know, I just felt comfortable and I was fit then, you know, I'd been there, i or with the show, you know. I was like, fit as these lads, you know, mm-hmm. mix it with that and hopefully try to help, you know. God, it was, you know, I had Kendall in front of me and Bum, you know, the top. Everything was in front of me, nothing behind me. You know, my feel was different. I just felt so expressed myself easier. I just felt more at home as if I should have been there a long time ago. And I probably should have been looking mm-hmm. at it. I think it was John Duncan that pointed out he says, well, he's quite good at tackling. He's in there. He's good over 10 yards. He's not bad in every free side. He's a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: there you go. And you came in, uh, I think your first appearance was in a, a 1-1 versus Colchester, I think it was. And then okay. after that, you missed, I think, two games for the rest of the season. So you, you played like 30-odd games, I think there's only two that you didn't play in. So you uh, kind yeah. of slotted into that team, didn't you?
1: I did, yes. I mean, it wasn't easy. I mean, there were some great players. I mean, the boy, get injured, you became a great player. Gary man mm. good player. I mean, if you look at that defensive record from January to the end of the season, it was it was pretty good. Nearly as probably good as Everton, who actually won the league, mm-hmm. the league Division 1. Um, I mean, you're some good players. I mean, I don't have to people underestimate that. Well, Gary Bell injured, it's a shame. And that's what happened. He was a good, he he's one of these players. You know, he wasn't the quickest guy, but it was in his head. He was very good at reading things, absolutely brilliant. And so was the guy next to him, Les Hunter, who I loved. That boy could read everything, he was fantastic. He didn't have to tackle, he could read it, he could intercept it. My job was, I was quite quick over 10 yards. Any ball over the top between him and big Steve Baines. I get round the and cover, you know, because that, that's, that's that's my asset. Yeah, that's my yeah. contribution towards them. Yeah. Coming forward, it was, you know, it was like a uh, pivot, pivot like that. Didn't want to be short at the other side. He was getting too old. He was all right. Shame is a real, you know, he's a shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. He's you know, up the way he was away. You know, he'd, he'd Steve Spooner in front of him, who's a fantastic athlete, up and down, get him, get it first the ball in for Big Now, you know, getting in the back post when the ball was coming from the right, you know, for his head. See he's very hard working player, Steve. Fantastic. Because he I'd take to help Sean out as well, the left back. Yeah, you know, that's what it's about. you know? We we were so organised as a unit. Unbelievably organised. But we could play. We could mix it. We could we could do both. Of course I was lucky and Steve Kendall friend. What a player. Yeah. Seriously he was cunning. Cunning on the pitch. Very clever man. He'd come short, you just bring his opponent with him, you know. And if he did come that far, they'd put out give the box Steve to his feet, and he'd be there turning and we looking for Newton. If not, if he was tight, I just stick over the top. And there's Bob, Tasmanian devil, coming off his set of half. Point the ball. And Bob was for me, was was awesome. But I mean Kendall then, you know, Steve was come spinning side as well went midfield. Come and try to marry with Bob and they could play one twos. I mean, he has got so many goals these two. Mm. No, between them. One, you know, it was fantastic. I, I, mean, I but, suppose
0: that's the that's the key to any successful team, isn't it? That that everyone knows what each other's doing. I oh, bet I we mean, could I bet we could stick you all on a pitch now and you'd be you'd know where you were gonna <laughs> you were gonna well, run. Yeah, away well, yeah, well run. I knew them two. I knew
1: them off the park as well. I mean, you know, I, I did watch your um, interview with uh Sadly, John, John, not getting the it's just past. It was, bastards, you know, um, for a great manager. He, you know, he did everything right. He knew, he knew people, he knew that he knew the ones to press, he knew the ones not to have a go. He knew what he used to have a go at me all the time. He's bad. I, 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 I needed that. Like, that was me. I did for the people. He'd slap me. He was right. I had to take it. Oh. And, um, and like, you know, with Newton, I you know, I knew if it was tight and I'm i press got a or whatever. Just just take it in that channel. Because his ball was just spin off. He was so good, so strong. Mm. And he was you know, and depending really, where he got the ball, if it was really wide, he would take the set of half on and probably cross it in for a big, big anywhere there and bend his run, try to see where the ball's gonna go and do what he does. Great in the air, strong, honest, hard working. Spooner would be coming around the back just in case it was too far and he'd get in there. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah these were good players, you know, they weren't just half players. I mean, people say, oh, it was a team full of free transfers and stuff, but these were good footballers. I mean, Bob's other trick to be, you know, Bob Newton. You get a ball into space, you know, he was at the edge of the box, he was, you know, take his chance, little sh- shimmy, the, have a shot, maybe try and score, maybe not score, you know. But his third beauty, honestly, David's third beauty was, knocked the ball in the channel, got into it, got the ball, just pulled off him, he would just run straight through him like a bulldozer, and all you could see was arms and legs flying everywhere, <laughs> Bob Newton, Bob Newton came the other end with the ball, fantastic. But He'd score a goal and he'd go, that's Bob Newton. Now, Kendall, Steve Kendall was such a clever player. I mean, Steve Kendall's got some good goals, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, really intelligent goals. Fantastic. So I was, I was blessed to have them in front of me. Because next to it, Steve Kendall, you had Mick Henderson, Hindle, the silent assassin. Oh, he was. very quiet. But on that pitch, somebody get close to him, the best midfield player, thinks he's going to play dictate today. Boom. Oh, good tackle, Hindle. That's quieting them down. <laughs> he could pass and play as well could handle oh yes and then because next time was what I talked about before yeah. Matthews John Matthews what a player gifted he could you know, drill a ball save it grace 10 yard pass there sideways boom over the top to the ball go, pfft, earn his chest he was, he was a very gifted player mm-hmm. fantastic footballer and he could speeder just said about Steve up and down what the Trojan fantastic little Phil Brown brilliant as well Mairie, make things happen, score goals. I mean, when you didn't have Ernie, he was injured, you'd feel Walker. Mm-hmm. it. I mean, different player, you know, you didn't want to put the ball in the air because if felt Walker, you put the ball to his feet because he great at holding it. Bring players into the game, turn, you know, do a lot of one-twos and score some great goals. So, just, you know, Brian Scrivenger. Scrim, you know, midfield, full-back, set half you play play, you know, you play this position, you know, you had a really, really good team, small, you know, and, 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 you know, small squad, and then you look at it back, Sean, obviously, been there for years, Bainsey, and as I said, brilliant players, you know, and of course, this guy, goalkeeper, fearless, he was 18, he was 19 at the time, wasn't he? I think he was mm, about 19. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, not very old at all, yeah.
1: Fantastic,
0: mm.
1: and, um, and that just got better after January, you know, after we, the after the 4-0 defeat at Swindon, things started to change. I don't think really we agree after that. I'm not quite sure. I don't think we did. I think you know that we were really good. You
0: had to you had to play against South End as well, didn't you? In the, uh, yeah Yeah,
1: yeah, and down the there ball. beat them 1 0. Yeah, remember that big Bob scored at Kaka as he does the Newt <laughs> Ran straight through the set of half. <laughs> and the goalkeeper. I was well happy with that result, I could tell you. Yeah, oh I mean, yeah, it was, we played. You know, it's you know, it it one of them things. Yeah, I'm trying to say to you when you get to a team like you know how we were. I mean, got to a stage. I mean, you think of that
0: runner I mean, we played. Oh, where was it? Hereford away. Doing well. So got the got the list here somewhere, so I can I can fact check you.
1: <laughs> Hereford away. Yeah, 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 they were doing well. They were above us maybe slightly. Yeah. first 20 minutes you know away from home mid-night, you know midweek match you know they were having a go you know, things were happening you know we were doing well in defence a little bit of luck here, a little bit of luck there yeah second half came out boom 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 over the top Newt Kendall I don't know if it's new score or it's it Kendall that scored love 1-0 Doors closed games
0: one up. thing that John Duncan teams were great at doing weren't they oh unbelievable yeah. But, oh, unbelievable. And I mean I mean he was that good.
1: But I mean, he mean he didn't train though. I mean, you think he used to have, like to you know, practice matches and stuff on a Thursday. Um you know, that's what he, he was working on. He was looking like, you know, the reserves would and the, the kids would be the opposition for the Saturday game. Mm-hmm. You know, three kicks for, three kicks against, corner kicks for, corner kicks against. Everyone was everyone knew where they ought to be. Everybody. There was no way, you know, by chance or not by chance. We knew what we had to do. Then we had Darlington away. And you know, when it was doing well, and you know, I'm Heap up there, one nil down. That was my fault. I'm too close to the winger. He's clipped the ball. It's up my shoulder, saying, just my was the wrong way. And uh, but from there, wow. So again, you, know, you know, turn the corner. You again, Bobman gets, gets two. Steve Kendall gets, gets a level. You know. These are games that really matter. Mm. This, is the, the really this is the time to perform. This is
0: the time to perform. And we did. It's usually the time when someone slips off, isn't it? When it starts to get to those games that, like you say, that really matter. That's when you, you find out who the champions are going to be then, don't you?
1: Stockport, what a goal by Les Hunter. What a fantastic header. So, I say, what a great player. Um, Stockport, we a good team. You know, a couple of good players. Tony hours maybe. Good Player, he was a good player. Today. They're a good team, and we, that day again, as soon as we scored, me and you yeah, That's it. let's stick together, let's do what we do good now, keep the ball, be strong, get the tackles in, and see the game out. And we didn't, and we beat them fairly, I thought, quite comfortably to be fair. And you know, in the league, and it's you know, it's all
0: good, yeah,
1: great. Right. But, you know, it was, it was great. I mean, you, you remember the, the interview with John Duncan, like, you know, the, the good boys and the bad boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yes. I <laughs> was a bad boy. I <laughs> was a bad boy. <laughs> and uh, afterwards, the training with the athletics coach on a Tuesday morning. All the good boys got Tuesday afternoon off and Wednesday because we're top of the league but the bad boys oh no the bad boys we had to go back Tuesday afternoon to a club <laughs> we are on, we we on the track it's all a gate and we were running forever and the bad boys were ah, just brilliantly bad and um, probably Kendall and myself Steve Kendall and me and and uh, mm-hmm. We had, we, had, we had to make it four, so, or we had to make it six, whatever, you know. So we yeah, had a guest appearance by Scrimmager, Brian, or Les Hunter, or uh, just Marples. I, mean, I think they were, they, you know, that was probably about it, really. The rest of them were all, like, goody goody shirts all married and, you know, whatever, going home to do the sort of normal lives, which is great, right, family, etc. And we were running around the track at 2 o'clock till 3 o'clock every Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> God. And it used to really annoy me because every time it happened the boys go, John go, and go half your line, you're running that way. Fergate, half your lane, like you're running that way. Oh, we're on the clock now, aren't we? Doing and I've been against Bob Newton. Well Bob Newton's like, you know, powerhouse of that, it you know, just just has it's just an arena, you know, you just out for that. And uh, I used to honestly, I uh, every every Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock, I was on for crawling back up that tunnel to get that bath. I was dead. But it was great. Well, you know, that, that we done it, you know, we got, yeah, got it,
0: a medal to prove it.
1: You know, yeah. you know, we train hard, don't we? I tell you, we know, got his in, we got his in. You know, they always called us out. We always did take it. It was a fantastic dressing room. I mean, the amount of stick and flack and, you know, banter. You know, you're winning every week, you know. It was fantastic. <laughs> I mean, i get Bob Newton. Right? Bob, you know, we're all different. You are Ernie Moss, professional, educated. You know, yeah. Ernie Moss, sitting reading the newspaper, 43. Chilled. John Matthews is the same. Sean, you'll probably same. bless Hunter, same. big speed, banger. You get a lot of excited. Um, yeah, me, i was like, you hear them all coming in. 24 years of you age, know, all the footsteps, wooden, you know, the,
0: wooden stands, yeah. yeah.
1: That's all wood, aren't they? You can hear them all coming in, can't you? It's 10 to 3 now. I'm, starting, I'm in the toilet, getting nervous. You get Bob Newton doing his orangutan impression. <laughs> the dressing room that was him that wasn't, it you know because I think like a oh, strong boy well you know a huge boy <laughs> <It's> just a fishing in the dressing room just all these things happening and then of course oh, yeah, and it's nearly time for kick off you know and, and the boss you're know, like Kev's there alright lads yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. boss is coming the boss is coming big <sighs> speech from John Duncan open the door alright lads alright 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 boss aye, aye. aye. It's windy. Shut the door and go. <laughs> it's windy. <laughs> right. You know, and and, and, and then you get purely Bobby. Me and him, you're going well, we're good friends. All right, Phil. yeah. I'm good, yeah, yeah. Let's make it better than last week, eh? What do you mean, Bob? Oh well, yeah, a five out of ten in the Sunday people last week. Let's try and get a six this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, look, you know what? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, oh, you know. and that's that's it. was great huh? That was you know, that, you, you motivate you, you know. He did it on the pitch, he did it off the pitch. He was, was just one of them characters. Story there, mm-hmm. but sorry, honestly, quickly, that uh, was um. The, First sort of couple of games I played in fullback. It was a couple games. I think it was Northampton actually at home. I think it was every cup. It's about five minutes gone. going. Teammate being packed. or wasn't in the team. Paulson dropped him. You know, went whatever serious He wasn't playing, right? And anyway, it's for five minutes going the match. they throw throwing down the right hand side, so it's down the fullback side. quit like gets the ball. The other thing is, There's only one Bobby New. You should know that. Chesterfield supporters, and the moral you know, playing you know, Chris Marbles' goals. Like, Bobby oh, Newton's only one, Bobby oh, Newton's oh, another. But that's amazing, he's not even playing How good's that? We've got the bomb, picked it up, picked throwing to the goalkeeper. As I'm throwing was Chris, I'm looking behind Chris. There's a guy in a suit orchestrating the crowd. There's only one Bobby You, It was Bobby <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just, it was
0: Bobby used. What What was it like kind of just uh, getting over the line then uh, with the title? Because obviously there's, there's still the video of, uh, of, of the last day. Obviously it was a bit of a celebration at home, wasn't it? After yeah. uh, winning the title at uh, Peterborough, wasn't it? Um, we were at Peterborough, I thought we get, get promoted at Peterborough. Oh, promoted at Peterborough, yeah, sorry, promoted at I Peterborough. Stockport County. we
1: actually won it, we one. less was fantastic, Yeah, 1-0, like, you know, I think we won it there, Stockport, I, I believe, so, maybe I might be wrong, you might be right, um, but I th- you know, that was, um, it was great, yeah, we got a 0-0 draw whole yeah. last game, and yeah, it was a bit of a, you know what, was a lot of 8,000 people there, we want we to, you know, make it even better. But yeah, it's what it is, you know, that's what happens. It was great celebrations. I mean, they all come on the, you know, the, the pitch and we're all up there and celebrating with the supporters, which mattered. You know, it did to me, because I can remember that night. I remember exactly what happened that night. But in the sub, you know, obviously, after the match, we're all celebrating. Started walking down the road, met a few supporters who I knew, you know, got a scarf round my neck, and I'm down the Brampton Mail before I knew it. Through all the posts, all these supports got the medal, <laughs> everything. No problem, let's go. Hey, oh, fantastic! I mean, it was, it was that good. Mm. We're that close to them, some of us were that close to sports. So, we see just to social life, you know, quite a bit. Just go out and enjoy it, and you meet all these different characters. And you know, they old you know, at the time we're watching chess for football clubs, they We're you know, doing, doing well, which is great for the team. It's great for the judges. I
0: I like at the time, obviously. Uh, politically and strikes and everything else. Actually something like a successful football team can have a a big massive impact effect. on a community, can't it?
1: Oh, it's absolutely massive. I mean, you know, and, and that's that's where it's still with me. Because I mean that that was the best for, for, for me personally, you know, not I mean the rest of the lads, that was the best period for me in professional football. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Season win the league. Brilliant. Okay, the injury. Happens. It happens. Head coaching, you know, getting, you know, more supporters and all that. Get kind a of testimonial match. You know, I've got to be very thankful to the people at Chesterfield. For that. I've got to be thankful to the club for that, you know. And my wife, Lynn. Met my wife in Chesterfield in 1985, you know. She helped with the testimonial in 1987 and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd like to thank Chesterfield for. And I, you know, and, doing the best best years of my life. Football. Professional football. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And like you say, you had to... When did you retire? Were you, like, 20, 25? Well, I was,
1: I, I was 20... Yeah, I get injured was 24. 1985, 24 and a half, And um, two-year contracts started your go, things what was saving grace. I actually signed a contract with three days before I get injured, which helps me contract. um trying to get a fair... Yeah, it was, you know, it was him and miss really, but eventually it was no. Um, but then to be able to stay and coach with Kev, you know, it was great. I mean, the club was fantastic for me, really. I mean, I mean the only thing what's happening now was, all of a sudden, I'm not a footballer anymore. I'm a coach, or I'm a, you know, I'm a skivvy, really, you know, you're helping with everything, you're doing all the jobs, you're helping with the YTS. That's right, that, you know, my wages went from whatever they were to half, Yeah, because now am I'm doing five times as much work. You gotta do it, you know. You're starting again, you know. Kev done it, you want me to do it the same way? That's exactly how I try to do it. And um it was great. I loved her. Absolutely loved it. Scenario then I had to retire. Um testimonial match was great, been given that. to see my way helped me, so organized a
0: lot. One one was it against Wednesday? Yes, I, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think Ernie scored our goal, didn't he? Yeah, I think Ernie,
1: yeah. It, it was... Yeah, it was... How it was, yeah. And I, but, I, you know, I'd like to be thankful because, I mean, I was given... You know, I'd only been there since October, 84 till, you know, giving me a test match. So I'd like to thank the board of Chesterfield football club and um, supporters. Yeah, absolutely. They, you know, they meant a lot to me. Yeah, and. You know, when I had to leave, I left. You know, Kev, you know, was 89. Kev, you know, inside sacked in October. I was gone by December. Well, the middle of December, 89, I was gone as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two months later. After all that, I went you know, Skegness. We're talking about Skegness now. And I was, you know, I was that age. So now 20. I have to coach now. 28, 29. Yeah, near 30. Um, when I left sort of get mm-hmm. oh it's scared no not a lot happened you know, you're at the job centre so what do you do then oh I'm a coach what, bus driver no football coach oh really you don't want many football coaches around here mate <laughs> you had to give me a knife what do you mean cotton collies <laughs> you know Lincolnshire it's a for you know veg cutters. Mm-hmm. So I thought, hmm, hmm, a problem here then. The wife's okay, she's a qualified staff nurse, so that's all right. She's got a career. And uh that was six months just um I was working for a in store actually, the Dunkleys, Dennis Dunkley's and his son Garrett, doing a bit of labouring for them and joining us company. And then I thought, I've got to do something. Well, I remember somebody saying to me, one of, the, one of the senior players saying to me, When you ever get a football, Get the grocer magazine, buy the grocer magazine. There's always good jobs in the, the grocer magazine. So I thought, oh, we'll go and do that then. So, what is grocer magazine? and looked at all these pages, and no, all I've got is it. like executive 10 years experience, 45 grand a year. What's going on here? It's like, all this, you know. Then there's this little paragraph that says, Does this sound like you? Need to be motivated, change career enthusiastic, want ambition, want to achieve your goals, blah, blah, blah. I thought, that's my phone, this number. I phoned it. It was Abbey Life, London, insurance company. And uh, they put me straight through to Abbey Life, Lincoln. <laughs> 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 He's up the road, 40 miles away. And uh, when I was at 20 years of financial services, best thing I've ever done.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Very good. Play yeah. like football. It was an end product, you know. You, you had to get out, you had to i will be self employed, I had to build my client bank. I had to, you know, socially skid nest get to know a lot of people and all that. So what had to do, I went and played football with Skeg2. You know, coached them, played with them, done all that, you know, build the client bank. Mm-hmm. I think I ended up after twenty years about two and a half thousand brand new new clients into the client bank. So certainly enjoyed that. I was happy life there. It was Ali Dunbar who took us over there. in Zurich eventually bought Ali Dunbar off um British American Tobacco Company. And then we all became like brokers and were doing, you know, and in those days, it was mortgages 70% to 90% off, plus pensions, investments, etc. Very, very good industry. Loved it. Very hard work. Not even You sure had to work, see clients, etc. Different hours and sociable, but you're building the future, you know. And I, was, I was doing that, Totally thoroughly enjoyed that. And it was like that got that bus back, in my body, you know. Like I go what I was playing for t- you know, football, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like that. oh, this guy wants this mortgage, he wants that, you know, he wants this insurance, he needs this, he needs this protection, you know. He's getting, you know, he's getting get excited again, and uh, yeah, it was good. And then about uh, December 2007. You know, working hard, hours, etc. enjoying that, putting a bit of weight on now as well, which was looked a bit, you well, know, people say I looked a bit better, some people say I didn't look so good. Uh, and I got a little bit of a, a, a little lump in my tonsil, left tonsil. You know, so uh, that happens and all that, thought nothing of it. Cut muscle, he's going, no, you better get that checked out, checked out, it was cancer. So then um, I just sort of everything, and uh, 2008 treatment started in February the first for about six months. Done the radiation treatment, chemo. travelling to Lincoln Hospital every day. That was my my goal. Keep going, keep going, just keep driving. Get to get a radiation. And I think three times over that. So a six week period was overnight in the hospital getting uh, chemotherapy. And uh, that was all right. Come out of that and. Back to the business, you know, it just wasn't quite the same, uh, really. And I went and seen one of my, my partner, Casper, and mate of who was over in Redford, with the office there, and they just said, yeah, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing that. And all of a sudden, Halifax by at Scotland went, mm. so 2008, the whole, the whole marketplace just went flat. The whole world went flat.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did, didn't it?
1: Then I realised I'm a dinosaur. I was a dinosaur overnight, so... I realised just after coming through went through. I thought, no, it's time to show. And uh, by 2010, I was living in Turkey. Oh, nice. Away. Oh nice. yeah, yeah. We moved to Turkey. I yeah, had a place there, so we moved away to Turkey. Seven years. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Then my daughter decided, you know, married to a Turk, my, uh, my son-in-law. But. He's now five. My grand son wanted to bring him back here and have an English education, etc. which I think is right. Why not? So we moved back to 2018 and uh, go for, for a bit, then up to Stanford where we are now. My wife will tell you today, if you ask her, she to say to you, this is the first time in my life I've actually worked. These last... Sort of five years from me, you know, from 2018, actually working on a building site, having a laugh with guys, doing a bit of this, doing a bit of that, you know, having the banter. And she said, It's the first time I've actually worked in my life because we a footballer, it didn't work. And when I was a financial advisor, it didn't work. It was, it was part of life, it was social, you know, it's, you know, together with people, you're communicating, solving problems. She said, It never worked. You put a suit on you get your laptop and you went and seen people and they come and see you, and that's what you've done, you made money. And then you now I'm actually grafting for, for 11, which I've quite enjoyed. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually working for 11. <laughs> so, yeah, so should, yeah, absolutely say that. Yeah. So, so and I, benefit from that. So, for all the sadness of maybe you been injured and, you know, where I was going to go, how, you know, how well I was enjoying it, how the team was. Mm. Yeah, the good thing was I met my wife there. Um, got a brand new career after that. Still young enough to change, to,
0: you know, diversify, and uh, thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, and you got to be a key, pivotal part in a Chesterfield title-winning, title-winning team.
1: Brilliant. I'm seriously mean that.
0: I'm probably putting you right on the spot, but was the one kind of moment or match or, you know, that that really sticks out in the mind? Through that kind of title-winning season,
1: yeah, Darlington away, Beating 3-1. 1-0 down, come back three-one. That's the one for me, because mm. you know, look at our we are away from home. it one-nil, and it's muddy and all that. But then we got together, sorted that out. A, you know, hard game, but we got through it. Very strong. Yeah, Darlington away, three-one. One again, Can remember when we both scored? Liam like, and just running the
0: crowds and the, all the. It's when they pour over the hoardings and they all yes. fall down. <laughs> all fell over. Like, well, oh, yeah. It's just,
1: yeah. And then we knew. Then you just thought, wow, yeah, this could be our This could be our season. Absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah, I got great games there. It's fantastic games, but Dalian's in a way. Yeah, that was the one for me.